This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com info. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com info, netsuite.com info. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Radio Techers. gentlemen we are back with yet another episode of radio techers here we go we're going to be talking all about the champions league the match day five results here tonight and uh mags how are we feeling i'm feeling very very good uh but i've got a feeling there's something fishy going on here there is something fishy going on but you know what every episode of radio techers is the best episode of radio techers correct Hit the intro. <laughs> uh, oh, no intro? We're not getting an intro. Oh. Well, this is sad. How come we're not getting an intro? Oh. Why is every intro the best intro? Why is why is every intro the worst intro? Will it happen now? Every intro is the worst intro. <laughs> and we're back. God, we are some salty bitches today. <laughs> <laughs> incredibly yes i am of course the salty gentleman tanner pruitt <laughs> no the texas gentleman tanner pruitt right there right on the uh the screen there you see my uh my, my twitter handle and along with me here uh my good friend and co-host uh the the biggest fish in all of podcasting uh <laughs> mags mags how are you doing today um all the better for 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 being the big fish I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's just I'm I'm honoured to be the big fish in a very very little pond. Hey man, you're you're the biggest fish in my heart. I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> All righty, everybody. What well, we should probably get on the road and talk about uh, football instead of vague, veiled uh, references here. Uh, <laughs> All right. So if you're joining with us here today on Radio Techers, if you haven't done so already, of course, please make sure to tell your friends and family about Radio Techers and hit that that thumbs up button, that subscribe button. We greatly appreciate it. Here we're gonna go get right down into uh, some you wafa champions league do all the good stuff here um mags an interesting last couple days here in the champions league we've got some teams that have qualified we've got some teams that have not qualified and uh are, are floundering <laughs> they're, they're floundering oh, oh 
Oh, I know, right? <laughs> it's not the, uh-huh. That's not the right time or place for jokes like that. <laughs> um, so we... Uh, <sighs> Such an interesting day, Mags. Um, We've got, let me see here. So far in the Champions League, based off of the results of today and yesterday, we've got Chelsea, Bayern Munich, Sevilla, Manchester City, Barcelona, Porto, Juventus, and Liverpool have all qualified uh, into the next round. Um, I can't remember if there's been any more that have fully qualified since today, but I'm sure... Based off of results, there have been a, quite a few bids for the Champions League that have been quite royally screwed. Um, <laughs> uh, Mags, I, 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 what are your thoughts, man? Th- this has been a wild Champions League run so far. Yeah, and it's it's even wilder when you look at some of the teams that that haven't yet qualified. Teams like Inter. Uh, yeah. Teams like Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Teams I mean, like they, they got they got spanked. Off, uh, off Shakhtar. Uh, yeah, it's, that's that's the surprise thing. I mean, I, I say surprising, but with this season's uh, football, especially in the Premier League, there's nothing that really surprises me this year. I think it's just 2021 is a madness of a season, and mm. and it's it's not going to stop just because we we we're beating off uh, the the worldwide pandemic. Yeah. No, I mean you're you're absolutely right, man. Uh, one of the 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 more shocking results that that uh, <laughs> that I bared witness to, that we all bared witness to, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk uh, to Real Madrid nil. Uh, goodness, um, they did it once. Um, I didn't think that they could do it twice, uh, but yeah. quite clearly, quite <laughs> clearly, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, they beat Real Madrid. Couldn't pick up a victory against anyone else and then beat Real Madrid again, which is absolutely outstanding. Uh, there's calls for Zidane to uh, to resign, um, and and how dominant Real Madrid were in this game is is it's an understatement. The amount of uh, of chances that they had, and they were just so wasteful in front of goal, uh, and uh, Shakhtar punished them. And, and they absolutely deserved to win the game, bringing on uh, Dentinio, uh in in the uh, late in the first half was kind of like the 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 turning point. Uh, obviously, with him getting getting the first goal and being heavily involved in 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 the second one, that that second goal by uh, uh, Solomon, the run, the way that the Real Madrid defense just left him uh, and just gave him so much space. And what a finish. Uh, I think Varane had a particularly bad game, got booked, was at fault for both goals. Yeah, it was just a bad day in the office for Real Madrid. It's it's a horror show. It, that that's exactly what this is for Real Madrid. It's a horror show because now they're at the point where them and Inter Milan somehow Inter Milan uh, you know, I mean, hats off to them, right? But Inter Milan was not able to 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 get any kind of uh, chance in the very early stages of, of of this Champions League. Real Madrid are squandering, right? There is a very real possibility that here with uh the with Group B, Borussia Mönchengladbach and Shakhtar Donetsk may be the teams that actually end up going through in the next round. <laughs> they're in. They're in the running. I mean, Manchester Gladbach only need a draw to uh, to guarantee going through. Uh, and if Shakhtar can equal the result that Real Madrid get uh, against uh, Manchester Gladbach when they face Inter Milan, they go through. So they, they're definitely in the driving seat. Who would have thought that when these groups were were picked? We we uh, thought that Real Madrid and Inter Milan were tacked on as winners of these uh, these this group and. Yeah, we we were wrong, and I'm happy to admit it because it's been it's been a very very interesting group to watch. Indeed, yeah, yeah. I mean, they Donetsk and and Mönchengladbach have played spoiler uh, here, and I I'm loving it. I, I I like like you said, I will gladly eat crow because they they have spoiled things here, and and I I have no. <laughs> no qualms about it. I'm loving it. Um, 
what else did we have here? I mean, that that was a, that was a huge uh, 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 match for me. Um, obviously, in the, the the other part of Group B, uh, Gladback did fall to Inter Milan. Inter Milan, they they need <laughs> they need to win their next game, and they need for a lot of people to not win. <laughs> like it, it's yeah, it's they, gonna they be hard. have the the hardest route to qualification. Um, you would expect them to be able to beat uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, but so would Real Madrid have expected it, and and they would they weren't able to. So yeah, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to 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 see how that goes. I mean, even that was a really uh, interesting game with uh with it being very back and forward. The, these Germans had a then then they providing some really entertaining football. Then uh, player again, I think a few weeks ago he was my uh, player of the of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he very, very nearly got a second hat trick, uh, mm-hmm. and was was so close to kind of uh, putting uh, Inter Milan out. But uh, the the former Man United guys of Damian and, and Lukaku did just enough to uh, to put uh, to put the, the the victory out of Borussia Mönchengladbach's uh, reach, and mm-hmm. it's for a very interesting finish for for next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we're kind of skipping over Group A, and we, we will talk about Group A, because, I mean, there's Bayern Munich and Atletico. They drew 1-1. Um, Bayern, I mean, Bayern's obviously going through, right? Like, Bayern, <laughs> Bayern sealed the deal a long time ago. Um, you know, uh, obviously, Atletico may not get there i mean if 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 you know the results go the right way salzburg could possibly go in ahead of realm of uh, atletico madrid um but bayern absolutely rampant in group a i will say that the goal from uh, joao felix i felt was was awfully nice though yeah um, so, uh, the way he found a lo- that little bit of space uh, mm-hmm. from sule uh and and the little flick What's he going to be like in five years? He's going to be absolutely scarily good. Dude, Joao Felix. Um, I mean, I know we we give a lot of props to um, Erling Haaland, uh, Jaden Sancho, uh, Kylian Mbappe. Joao Felix is in the same class as all of those guys. He is so so good. Um, yeah, and and in a in I would say a a weaker team. So, yeah. He's got he's he's got way more pressure on his shoulders. He's the talisman of, of the club at such a young age, and I think he, he's reveling in it. He's absolutely reveling in it. He, he would be a perfect replacement for Roberto Firmino. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I would love I think that. You've got one with Curtis Jones. I mean, he had a, an outstanding game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't, I, can Curtis Jones play in that false nine role? We'll see. We'll see. He hit the uh, post. He, uh, <laughs> he he scored, which is something uh, Bobby Firmino has been struggling to do. I think he could play as a, that false nine quite happily. I, I, I like how how I. Uh, I set the table for you to be like, hey, this is the first similarity, and you go with, he hit the post, so so, so he's got to be a shoo-in. Uh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Uh, Group C, Manchester City just uh, uh, have, have qualified also along with Porto. They're, they're, they're pretty much sealed here. Uh, Olympiacos... Um, and Marseille both on three points, it seems. Um, so um, obviously, we'll be seeing them in the next round. Um, the matches themselves were, were actually uh, they were fine. Porto City ended uh, nil nil. Um, uh, Marseille actually. Mm. Yeah, I was just going to say what performance by Agustin Marchesian in, in the Porto goal. He was absolutely mm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Porto team has been surprisingly uh, very, very good, very competitive in this uh, in this group here. Um, should people be worried about Porto? I mean, uh, they, they've been pretty convincing. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they they've got there off their own merit. They've uh, they've had some really good performances. Mm. The bigs, though, um, are they going to be able to hold up? Who knows? Um, Perhaps I mean uh, on another day this city team could have easily hit five past them, uh, much like they did against Burnley. Now I'm not comparing <laughs> Burnley to the quality of Porto; that absolutely not. But um, 
when when the 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 quality of your opposition goes up, they they may struggle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is possible. I mean, obviously, um, you know, it, I know that uh, last time, um, you know, that we saw Porto in the in 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 the. Um, I guess in the latter rounds of the tournament, I mean they 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 always put a pretty good performance in. Um, they're a very strong team, um, but it's 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 hard for I guess them to take that next step. A, a lot of these Portuguese teams are known for bringing in talent, nurturing the talent at a very young age, and then selling them off to you know a, a larger club. And sometimes it's it's hard uh, to to stay competitive when you're in that. That, that mode of financially trying to uh, of it being more of a financial matter and you you selling on players than it is for you to be competing um, in, in a large role and, and and really going for a trophy I mean Porto I mean it's been a long time since they had uh, you know Jose Mourinho uh, leading them into the Champions League finals and maybe maybe one day maybe this is the year though who knows um, it, perhaps I mean, and you you do make a good point. Uh, they, but they have been kind of like a almost a factory for for churning out uh, top quality talent, um, and maybe they're happy with that that role because it keeps them financially solvent, uh, mm-hmm. and they're still able to 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 at least compete. Uh, whether that means they'll be elite level and, and Champions League winners is, is debatable. But when when you look at sport as a business, they're doing absolutely everything right, spending mm-hmm. law and, and selling high. It, it mm-hmm. makes absolute perfect business sense. Absolutely. Um, Marseille did beat Olympiacos as well 2-1. A pretty competitive game. Um, group- a beautiful goal back, Kamara. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Oh, that goal was 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 spicy. It's a good goal. Yeah, it's a very good goal. Um, I like I said, I'm uh, I'm not surprised that City and Porto are the ones that have advanced. Um, I, I do like Olympiacos. They, they follow us on Twitter. Thank you, Olympiacos. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's. I think that this group was destined to have Porto and Manchester City coming out, and City looked really really strong. Um, I, I feel like Pep Guardiola is putting his eggs in this basket and, and he's going and he's going to try and go for the Champions League this year. Um, yeah. That's not a, uh, I mean, that's not a, um, a, a knock on City's chances in the champion, not the Champions League, in the, in the Premier League. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's, uh, it, 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 that it is what it is. is. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they've been, City have been wanting this title. This this Champions League title for years and years and years yeah. and years. Um, this is all they. This is what they've worked for ever since they the, the financial takeover took place. You know, so long ago. Um, it's it, yeah. I I don't see any way that that city um, does not put all their eggs in this basket this year. Oh. I agree. Um. Let's see. Uh, Group D, Liverpool have qualified through. Um, Atalanta, uh, right behind them in second place. Liverpool um, uh, obviously sealed the deal uh, with a 1-0 victory against Ajax. Um, I'm sure Liverpool hearts sank everywhere when we were told of a uh, last-minute change in goal. Uh, with uh, a young stud Kelleher uh, going in and uh, not only um, filling in for Allison, but but going over uh, Adrian, um, who um, uh, he was spared some blushes, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a good showing by by a young Liverpool team with Curtis Jones sealing the deal with a a, a, a one nil victory. And what a performance by uh, by Kelleher! I think uh, he's the first Republic of Ireland player to be in the Champions League for for uh, Liverpool since uh, Robbie Keane. And mm. what a way to make your debut! It was absolutely it was absolutely a brick wall to get past, and 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 Ajax uh, couldn't do anything to 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 beat him, and and really are going to now maybe struggle to qualify out of this group. It's possible. John Claus Huntelaar uh, fired at goal from point blank range, and yeah. Kelleher stopped him. Um, that was a real. It was a, it was stunning. I mean, mm. there were so many good keepers in this round of of the Champions League uh, this week, uh, but 
yeah, Kelleher is one that that stood out. Yeah, it's uh, Kelleher. He he did a fantastic job. Jones did a fantastic job. Um, I mean, I I really don't have any complaints as a Liverpool fan uh, for this game here. Um, I think that they would be wise to take a really hard look at Per Schurz, uh from Ajax. I know he captained the Ajax team uh, the other night, um, but. Um, uh, of all the targets that they've had, I, I think Schurz looks like a real solid deal here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, great player. I also, I also like uh, grabbing back for for uh, for Ajax yet, but they're they're again kind of like the portal. Of they they have such a good factory of bringing in, yeah. uh, bringing through young young talent. Um, that they seem to be a feeder club for for the majority of Europe's big teams. They produce right. the the talent early and then sell sell on a huge uh, a huge uh, profit. And yeah, I think the the next generation of Ajax talent coming through are, are, are going to be following the likes of uh, uh, De Jong um, and 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 those kind of caliber of players and and making their moves to to bigger clubs. Well, and we've long said, and, and, and I've long held this opinion, that, that, that I feel like Ajax has the best academy in all of Europe. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they do. It's legendary. I feel I feel like it's better than Barcelona. I feel like it's better than Bayern Munich. I feel like it's better than Real Madrid. I feel like it's better than uh, any of the clubs in England, uh, to be perfectly honest. Like, that, that, this is what they live for. This is how they make, this is how Ajax does everything, is through its academy. For for me, I I agree with you. I think if if there's a team that's close, I'd say it's Dortmund. Uh, I think that yeah. they produce some some amazing talent. Uh, but yeah, it just amazes me how they can keep this kind of a conveyor belt of of quality talent going through. Now, if you would be like that in a Premier League team, it would decimate the club, and the club will probably be favourites for relegation this season. After what I actually just have. They just seem to have like three or four amazing teenagers ready to to slip into place, and I think it's the the kind of Dutch mentality of a of almost like tall football of the nineteen seventies, where the players are, are ready, willing, and able to just slip into any position that they needed. Mm. Well, and and that's what I love about it, and and you get somebody. Like um like a Pershers, for example, who I mean, he's still very, very young. He's like what he's 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 what, twenty two, maybe, maybe twenty three mm-hmm. years old. He's very young. Um, but he's probably played center back at this point in his life, uh for well over a decade <laughs> you know maybe longer um so he he's very well drilled in that and i mean obviously like you said he's probably also very tactically flexible um so if, if i was liverpool and, and 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 my hat says that i might be um that then i would definitely be looking into uh pursures as a as a, uh, a somebody to bring in bring bring him in um yeah, yeah I, mean, he, I think you've got liverpool now have nan uh, first team injuries are. It's looking likely that Naby Keita and Trent are due back soon, but there's still big, big injury issues there. And mm-hmm. uh, bringing in somebody in January, it seems to be a must for for Liverpool, especially with how many games that they've got coming up in the over the Christmas period and going into the new year. The 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 players that they've got are going to get very, very tired. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, no, no Tiago until probably twenty twenty one. Allison's going to be out for this weekend. Um, I mean, the, the, the list goes on. Joe, we're not going to see Joe Gomez back. We're not going to see Virgil Van Dyke back. No. You, you, you got to have you got to have some more people standing in here. Um, and, and I think if you pull off winning the league and potentially winning the Champions League with with that kind of that setback. Uh, that will solidify that this is probably one of the great Liverpool teams of of the modern era, oh, perhaps of all time. It might be one of the one of the best teams that we've ever seen. It would certainly be the the highest te- the highest achievement of Jurgen Klopp's career. It would be <laughs> well within the highest achievement of Jurgen Klopp's career. Um, to do the double with the amount of injuries that they've had would be, um, <laughs> uh, I, I I would have no words. Um, 
Atlanta, um, they did surprisingly draw with Michelin, which allowed for uh, uh, Liverpool to, I guess, to qualify even better. Um, uh, it's kind of surprising first there. Point as well, Michelin's first point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They, to be fair, they've deserved something out of out of all the games they played because even though they are the the absolute minnows of the of the group and were going to be the whipping boys, they've approached every game uh, with with an air of confidence that they that they're at least going to get something. And yeah, I've got to give them props for that that they they were able to at least get the first ever Champions League point. Um, mm. Good on them. They really, they they really gave their all against uh, um, Atalanta, having eleven shots uh, and four on target. Um, but the the quality of Atalanta finally shone through after a frustrating game with Zapata uh, missing a few a few uh, good shots. There, you were frustrating some of his own teammates and Romero getting the the late equaliser, and, and yeah, that was all she wrote. Mags, we, we talked about this next match in the in the pre-show. Um, we move on to Group F, where Chelsea uh, thwacked. I, it, look, no, it's not even Chelsea. Chelsea. Didn't. It's, Chelsea it's didn't Oli- do it. Ol- Olivia Giroud, who um, not not even a week ago said that he's frustrated by his role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, publicly stated this, I'm sure to to the the great pleasure of Frank uh, Lampard, um, and he goes out there and he puts four goals, three three goals plus one penalty through Sevilla, uh, which like Sevilla's good, like Sevilla's a really good team. Uh, <laughs> I did not think that Chelsea would put four goals. Sorry, Olivier Giroud would put four goals past Sevilla. Yeah, and the last person to do that uh, in a Chelsea shirt was Frank Lampard, um, which is very, very ironic. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. Olivier Giroud uh, is is made it clear that he's frustrated. His 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 lack of game time. He mm. was given a few uh, given the game last week and and scored a, a late winner. Um, and then he's, he's, he's kind of nailed that down with scoring a perfect hat trick with a, the left foot, right foot header, and then a penalty. Honestly, the, the guy is so so good. No, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he 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 he's got that that BDE. Definitely got that BDE. <laughs> uh, indeed, um, yeah. If if you are Olivier Giroud, Mags, if put on if you put on your Olivier Giroud hat, um. Where where do you go? Where do you go? Do you do you go back to France? Because I mean that that's really what's frustrating him. I think is he loves he loves his playtime for France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what uh, the kind of reasoning why he he publicly came out and, and said he was frustrated about his game time because he was told by uh, Deschamps that his place in the France squad were, was on the line because he's not getting the game time, and mm-hmm. you can kind of understand that because. That France squad is is a murderous raw of, of top talent. And if you're not playing week in, week out, you are going to get lost in, in the shuffle. So I, I totally understand Deschamps and uh, and uh, Giroud's viewpoint on it. I, I fully expected him to move on uh, at the beginning of the season, uh, and clearly that didn't happen. Um, now, after can you drop someone who's just got four goals against Sevilla? I mean, when you've got guys like Timo Werner uh, sitting there, does that make Olivier Giroud unpickable? I don't know. Uh, I'd be looking over the next few few games and seeing where, uh, whether I'm in Frank Lampard's thoughts and whether it will, it will be time to to move on because you don't spend the money on on a player like Timo Werner for him to sit on the bench, uh, mm. and I think Giroud's talents could be used better elsewhere maybe if he uh if he felt like taking a trip up north to uh to turf more i think we'd uh happily take him on loan as long as chelsea paid his wages yeah i mean he'd be a great pickup for burnley he'd be a, he, uh, he, he, would. He, he, he would be an excellent pickup for burnley um uh, yeah and they, they probably have the uh 
the the right pieces in play to to really you know build around him. So I mean, look, make it happen. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Uh, Krasnodar and Ren, um, they had a, had a, a decent outing. One nil Krasnodar to Ren. Ren kind of upset there a little bit by Krasnodar. Yeah, it, it happened. I think that's, uh, Krasnodar's <laughs> first ever win in Champions League history. Uh, Ren have, have, have been poor, poor old, old tournament. Then they've hmm. only got one point. I mean, we, we predicted Chelsea would win the group and we predicted that Sevilla would go through second. Uh, so nobody really expected uh, hmm. Ren or Krasnodar to do much. But yeah, uh, Ren have not been a good side and, and Krasnodar have had some good performances. So mm-hmm. uh, fair play to them and, and congratulations on a, on a good victory. Yeah, congrats to Krasnodar. That's 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 pretty fantastic. I I had no idea that this was their their first uh their first win in Champions League history. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Um, let me see here. We'll move on to Group F uh, here. Mags, uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, tied with Lazio, one one. Uh, kind of more of the same here from these two clubs. Um, you you'll see elsewhere in the group that that uh, Dortmund was were really flying high on the backs of uh, Erling Haaland and Jadon Sancho. Um, there's something about this Lazio side that they just don't agree with. It seems. No, uh, it's Kiri Mobber. He was again. He was the difference mm-hmm. maker. He was, he was the difference maker uh, in the last game, and he he was in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that you could tell that Dortmund missed Haaland. Uh, with him being without with a with a hamstring, but they were so wasteful in front of goal. Were were uh, Dortmund? They they should have had this game uh, done and dusted in the in the first half. Uh, VAR rose it's, and and showed it's it's ugly ugly head again when uh, uh, Milinkovic Savic uh, clearly dived for the penalty. But when when you you're given a laugh line like that. Uh, if you want someone to rely on to to get you a point, it's Cheerio Mobley, and he he calmly put the ball away. And even at the death, he was still kind of lively enough to to make Dortmund almost lose the game. Uh, so yeah, it was a uh, Dortmund will will feel aggrieved that they haven't got the win, but also can feel kind of lucky that they didn't lose as well. True. True. I mean, do you? I guess what are the prospects of these two teams? Because they they seem to have had a pretty good grip on, um, I guess, on this particular group. And I think that's is what, what's unusual is that I, I think you see that in a lot of these groups is that it's either dominance or it's um, it, it's it's like a very close neck and neck race um, but, uh, up at the top. Lazio is in with nine. Dortmund is in with ten. Um, next club nearest would be uh, Club Bruges, um, who are there with seven points. Um, they, of course, uh, let's see here. Let me pull up their results. They, they of course, beat Zenit um, viciously. 3-0 is what it seems. Um, I mean, what, what do you make of Lazio and, and Dortmund's chances here going to the next round, if, if um, it is them? Yeah, I think uh, Dortmund are already through. I think uh, they're qualified with a game to spare. The, uh, no matter the results, uh, mm. they'd still go through in, in, in second place. Um, so, yeah, I think Dortmund have, have had a, a really uh, decent qualifying um, period, but Lazio... Whew, I'd be worried that you have to get a result against Bruges, uh, especially a Bruges that, that's absolutely demolished Zenit St. Petersburg. Um, that's going to be a hard task. Uh, assuming that they they get through that, I think that they prob- Lazio are probably not that long before they they get knocked out. But Dortmund, I think they've got the the players to perhaps be a big force maybe not so much win it but at least maybe look at the semis or quarterfinals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i mean that's uh, that's a that's a uh, that's a pretty good shout semis or quarters wow um yeah we'll we'll see we we shall see um 
Two clubs that know all about making a semifinals and, and quarterfinals here. Barcelona and Juventus both are qualified now at this point. Um, they, uh, I think that was very clear from the beginning. Uh, you know, uh, thank you for coming, uh, Dean Mokiev and Ferenc Varos. Uh, we, we appreciate having you, and I appreciate learning how to say your name. Um, but, uh, yes, um, an, an excellent goal uh, by uh, Antoine Griezmann. Uh, sealed the deal. Classic goal. It was. It was so good. It like it was. Um, (laughs) it it was almost Jamie Vardy esque, if you know what I mean. Like it's like the 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 cross was whipped in, and Grisman just all he had to do was was flick it in with the back of his heel. That's all he had to do. No, I mean that that is so at at the speed of which the cross came in. That I mean that that is so. That takes so much talent and concentration practice. I mean, mm-hmm. hats off to, to Antoine Griezmann for, for making that goal happen. Yeah, and, and it's interesting how how well he seems to be playing when um, when Messi's not in the team. I mean, there was all the, the kind of talk from his former agent that uh, he feels that Messi's held Griezmann back and Griezmann doesn't like playing with him. Uh, and whilst... Griezmann kind of shot that that talk down on on the field. It says another story that because he as as the 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 main talisman, the target man for Barcelona, he's he's reveling. Uh, and uh, again, he, he he kind of just dominated this game. Uh, I like I like that um, Martin Braithwaite got another goal. That's a, a a real feather in in his cap for someone who. Really didn't look like Barcelona quality uh, of a player. He's really kind of proving a lot of doubt was wrong. And then uh, Dembele with the penalty. But this game was over and done uh, well mm. early into the first half. Uh, Ferenc Varos have, have, have really kind of uh, made a name for themselves in this year's Champions League. Uh, but no one expected them to, to do much. Um, and, and Barcelona absolutely punished them. Mm. Somewhat quietly, uh, I, I really feel like also uh, Juventus winning three uh, nil against Dinamo Kiev, um, arguably a, a a more difficult task. Um, they've they've quietly kind of just been like, I don't want to say like they're they're in the background or like people shouldn't pay attention to Juventus because they absolutely should, but they but 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 there's not been a whole lot of like hype around Juventus's Champions League run this year or maybe am I just feeling that way like it just feels like 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 Juventus is not getting the same kind of like hype as maybe a a, a, a few other teams and I'm not I'm not sure why because Juventus has a very very strong squad mm-hmm. I yeah I, I I understand that feeling and and they've they've quietly gone about their business Um uh, and, and and got the victories that they needed to. I think the only mm. team that they've lost to is Barcelona. Uh, both uh, Barcelona and, and and Juve totally dominated this group. Uh, Morata again on the score sheet again. He's been a he's been an absolute delight to watch. I think uh, Ronaldo got his 750th career goal, which is ridiculous. That's a ridiculous number of goals. For, for any human to have ever scored. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that this is a, a an arguably more uh, impressive result uh, because of of how much better than Farage Varus, uh, Dinamo, Kiev are. Saying that, both teams are currently on one point each in, in, in the group, so maybe they're not as good as 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 the, we think that they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps, perhaps so. Uh, we'll, we'll have to. We'll, we'll see what happens with Juventus. There is a wild rumor going on right now that uh, Manchester United may consider trying to bring back Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, I, I, I mean, I'd, I, I have you heard anything about this? I mean, it's it's kind of. Um, I, I've heard it in small circles of the internet, and I've even heard and seen some other reports that indicate that there might be interest there. Um, but, uh, I mean, how, how many times can you bring Ronaldo back? Like, or how many times can you, can you transfer Ronaldo? Like that's, yeah, uh, it, it, it seems to be a rumor that, that pops up every time there's a transfer window coming up. I mean, there was so much talk about it in the last transfer window. Um, mm-hmm. but 
would realistically speaking, you're part of one of the most dominant teams in in Italy. Would you consider going back to uh, a team that's really fallen from grace uh, and and in the league is where, doesn't where seem it's cold. to be challenging? Yeah, exactly. Doesn't seem it's to be challenging. Or would you be looking at the the next like, part of your career and and perhaps getting yourself a a franchise in the in the uh, uh, the US for for your own soccer team, really kind of like building your uh, your brand of Chris uh, CR seven and things like that. I think that's more likely the the call that that we'll get from from Cristiano. That being said, I don't think his Juve career is done and dusted because he just seems to be as good now as when he signed signed for them a, a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about, you know, could I mean, was Cristiano Ronaldo facing down the barrel of the end of his career while he was at Real Madrid, and he seems to have gone to Juventus and he's turned another corner and reinvented himself yet again. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of nuts. It's kind of nuts. Um, Group H, and this is where we're gonna have. A lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, so first off, Istanbul RB Leipzig. If you missed this game, I don't know what you decided to watch on TV. Look, I mean, it, it, like yes, there was another game going on at the same time, but this, like, this was clearly the game to watch. <laughs> so uh, back and forward. So back and forward. Wow. Uh, how Leipzig didn't kill this game off in the first first half, I will never know because they destroyed Bazaxia for 45 minutes. Uh, Paulson got a goal. I think it was um, Mukiele with the second one. Uh, and the, the only real chance that uh, Istanbul had in the in, was in the uh, injury time of the first half when uh, Kovetti got his first goal. Then coming out into the second half, the, the pace kind of did slow a little bit, but uh, uh, Leipzig were able to kind of like uh, restore that two-goal lead when, when Danny Omo uh, scored with a really classy finish. Mm. And then it, the wheels just came they came off the bus. They so did, uh, and Kovetti was able to get a hat-trick, and it looked like Leipzig had, had dropped a two-goal lead twice and were holding on for dear life for a point. And then Soloff, in the uh, in the death of the game, pretty much with the last kick of the ball, was able to score. Uh, and yeah, it was a, a such a back and forward game. This was it was so fun to watch. Uh, Leipzig had twenty shots, twenty shots, and were were still struggling at the end to to find that winner. But they were able to uh, and. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, such a fun game. Well, Sorloff, I mean, as as you put it, it, yeah, he he got the winning goal, but then Istanbul almost tied it again before the before extra time expired. It it was almost four four. Yeah, <laughs> like this game was was nuts. Like after the uh, after that half uh, that uh, the, the first half ended, obviously it took some time, but yeah, uh, finally. Finally, the the duck broke through, and and the game turned out to be crazy. Um, great goals all around. I feel. Uh, Mister Suter is in the chat. What is going on? How's it going, Tony? Hope you're doing well this oh, evening. Real big fish. Of, <laughs> wrestling Twitter. The 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 biggest fish. <laughs> the biggest fish of wrestling Twitter. Um, <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, speaking of wrestling, AEW right now. I, I tried to message Mags about some uh, some wrestling stuff earlier. He should check out his chat if you can, Mags. Um, I might read ooh. out online. Good stuff. Um, let me see here. Um, so there's a lot to unpack here, and we'll, we'll leave you guys with this. There's a, there's so much to unpack here with PSG Manchester United. I I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. Um, first off, uh, uh, we really should have had two cards for Fred. Two two red cards. Two two. He should be two red Fred. 
that 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 should be it two red fred is what i'm calling him from now on um he he should have been sent off hashtag two red fred um he he should have been sent off twice he was successfully sent off once which i mean there you go uh uh what was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer thinking even keeping him on in the first place? He got yellow carded when he should have been sent off. Fine. And then all game after that, PSG was rampant and in, 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 in targeting Fred to try and get him sent off in, in classic PSG fashion. And they finally did. Yeah, I, I, he's got nobody else to blame for it as well because he was he was silly enough to to get wound up and and put his head in in uh in a player's face we saw recently uh, nicholas pepe getting sent off for the exact same thing so the consistency is just not there with these with these referees uh but yeah it was absolute madness to keep him on the on the pitch he he was clearly being uh, targeted and affected by this uh, uh this paris team um, so why would you why would you leave him there to for him to to be the focal point of of, of this this uh, targeted by Paris? It just made no sense. Uh, I've spent a lot of time defending uh, Ole for some of his decisions and, and feeling that the results kind of were a good reflection on him. But yeah, that was totally his fault, and he 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 should bear the brunt of blame for that. Uh, I watched the, the post-match uh, press conference with, with Ole and he thought that, that Man United had played uh, really well and I don't know what game he was watching, but <laughs> I, I watched a team where where he where <laughs> Paris absolutely ripped Manchester United apart. I mean, fair enough, uh, United got a goal and the uh, Cavani hit the bar, and, but it was it was very few and far between. Uh, but Neymar and Mbappe absolutely ripped Man United a new one for that first goal was was classic uh, um, Neymar and, and Mbappe teaming up. Um, De Gea saved the bushes on more than one occasion, and when uh, guys like Marquinhos, who's not a prolific goal scorer by any stretch of the imagination, is able to to slide in and 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 uh, beat the offside trap and 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 score a goal, you've got fundamental problems. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been talking about how United. Uh, just can't get a run of form. They they do so well one game, then the next game they're absolutely anonymous, and and it was clear in this game that that is the case. You've, they've been doing so well in the league, but really struggled in this game. Uh, could have sealed uh, qualification, but now they're in a freeway fight to to go through, and they potentially could end up in in the Europa League spots. Possibly where they belong at this point. I mean, look, this was a this was a sad Manchester United performance. Um, <laughs> I mean, say what you want about them targeting Fred and him getting sent off. Um, I mean, look, he he should have been sent off in the first place, right? Yeah, um, I mean, any any team tactically worth their salt would have done exactly what Paris did. Yeah, they knew yeah. that Fred was a uh, was a uh, uh, the weak link. They knew that he was the one who who potentially. Uh, could give them an advantage when when he got sent off, and he absolutely fell into that trap. I mean, he he stood on the foot of one of his ex teammates, so he's clearly not got any kind of loyalty. He deserved to get sent off. He should have been sent off for the headbutt. Uh, but yeah, it was a ridiculous decision to keep him on the pitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, United's. Uh, I mean, stat, stat wise, I mean, this the stats kind of spared their blushes. There, it was actually. Uh, if you look at the stat line, a fairly competitive game between these two, uh, but actually watching it tells a completely different story. Um, it, it looked like uh, PSG were clinical and all over Manchester United, and uh, United. Um, I, I I I I don't know where we go from here. I really don't. They- there's only one person who comes out of this uh, this main art performance with any kind of glory, and that's Rashford. And he must yeah. be getting really frustrated that he's he's him and and probably Fernandez have been the two kind of stars of uh, Man United season so far, and they they're having to to deal with this kind of mediocrity from the rest of the the Man United squad and and 
yeah, I'd I'd be absolutely frustrated with them. Mm. Um, one last thing here before we get to our uh, our top bins and player of the week, um, <laughs> Neymar in the same post press conference that uh, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer flubbed in. Um, I, I, I feel like somebody's just, just like hitting Ollie every time and be like, you tell him it's a great, it was a great performance. You tell him it was great. No. Um, Neymar uh, said that he wants to play with Messi next season. Um, and we've talked about this. We've talked about this. We talked about this in the early, at the inception of Radio Techers, before before we were doing this live streaming thing twice a week. Before before all of this, we were talking about Neymar and Messi, and could Messi come to PSG? I, I think Messi, uh, <laughs> Messi could obviously uh, go go to PSG. That PSG could obviously pay Messi's wages. We've seen that. We 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 know that this is possible. Um, I mean, but does it have to be Paris? Could could Neymar be headed back to Barcelona? I mean, Mags, so many scenarios here. I think the Barcelona one is probably off the cards. I don't think they've got the funds to be able to to get uh, Neymar back without having to cull a huge amount of the the squad they've got. The, the Paris Messi link is interesting. Um, I still believe that we don't see Messi leave Barcelona at all in his career. Uh, I think it was a power player. He got what he wanted out of the power player. I fully expect him to sign a new deal and, and finish his playing career at Barcelona. But the thought of Neymar in this kind of form, back with Messi... <sighs> That is, that's a tease, isn't it? That is a tease. I mean, we know that, we, that Neymar left because he was feeling that he was in Messi's shadow. Maybe he's realised that perhaps the grass isn't greener on on the other side. Perhaps that uh, he wasn't going to get the uh, the Ballon d'Or that he thought he would in a in a farmers league. Uh, and now he wants uh, he wants back with the big dogs. Well, well, check it out. You you would have Eminem. You would have Messi. Neymar, Mbappe, that is horrifying. That is horrifying. Um, but then you could also say you've got Messi, Neymar, and Griezmann, or Messi, Neymar, and Martin Braithwaite. That's a, that's a formidable ladle. <laughs> Oh man, that that would be. I mean, that would be good. <laughs> like, like that would be good. Um, <laughs> who's the weak link here? Um, <laughs> yeah, one of these doesn't belong. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Um, uh, man, so. Um, yeah, I, I I was I was flabbergasted when he said he wants to play with Messi next year. It's like. Okay, how are we making this happen? <laughs> how are we how are we going to do this? I mean, it, there, there is one option that we've we've not touched upon, and it's also very much a possibility that City buys both of them. Manchester City buys both of them. If any club could do it, it could be City. I mean, <sighs> how much of wages would you be looking at for for them? UEFA would throw up the the the, the FFP card so fast, yeah. Yeah. and they would be like, "No, well, you, they'd, have, you, they'd have three you, years to be able to balance the books." So they could, yeah, they could I, potentially spend uh, and then shift on a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, players. I mean, City have already kind of destroyed the financial fair play ruling with. Uh, with uh, taking them to the court of arbitration and, and, and beating UEFA there, so they, they've got certainly got the wind of the, their sails. Uh, there's the Sheikh Mansour could certainly afford the one and a half million a week wages that they'd pro- both probably command. And yeah, Messi and Neymar forcing this Sergio Aguero out of the squad at City. Hoo, hoo, hoo. 
That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Indeed. Or, or they could all retire together at Juventus with Cristiano Ronaldo. What a what a what a day that would be. Stop teasing. Stop teasing. <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, well, that, that this has been a lot of fun, Mags. I've really enjoyed this episode so far. I, I missed the weekend one. Yeah, I did too. I did too. And and I wanted to um, before we move on to top bins and and and, and player of the week, um, I, I did want to thank you, and I wanted to thank Tony, and I wanted to thank everybody who sent me messages this weekend because uh, we had a, a little bit of a a little bit of a, a health scare here at the, at the, uh, the 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 Texas gentleman household. And uh, we we went to uh, uh, we we I wasn't able to make the show, um, but uh, family comes first, and I appreciate. I, I thank you, and 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 I appreciate you and Tony and everybody. If you're out there, if I've you know I, I I'm certain that I have not forgotten about you, but if I have, um, anybody who's reached out to me. Thank you so much. Uh, I I truly appreciate you guys uh, keeping me in your thoughts and and uh, keeping my family in your thoughts because um, yeah it it, uh, it it was not the the most fun most ideal weekend uh, you know and uh, and uh, of course um, we're we're feeling a lot better here so that's that's good. Um, that is good. Yeah, that's good news. Um, and my, uh, my my wife, for those who did not know, my, my wife had a uh, an emergency kidney procedure, um, which is always just a great time. Um, but she's feeling better now. She's able to get up and move around, and and, and that's awesome. Um, so um, yeah, thank you, well, thank you. Get well soon, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Tanner. <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll pass that message along. If if she's out there, she she might be watching. She's probably not watching. Tony's watching. I know that for sure. Um, <laughs> but but I'll, I will pass along the well wishes and and uh, and thank you to everybody who wished uh to who wished her well and and um yeah thank you. Um, Mag's top bins and player of the show. Um, Ooh, very continental. <laughs> Mm, very indeed, <laughs> very continental indeed, and, and maybe a little bit of a tip of a, a tip of the hat uh, for, for for my picks this week, um, Mags. I'm sure. Do you have your picks for this show uh, for Player of the Week and Top Ends? I certainly right. do. Good deal. Would Good you deal. Like me to go first. You, you you want me to go first, or do you I want to go, go first? first. I'm, I'm quite happy going first. Um, uh, go right ahead, Mags. So for. Goal of the show, um, top bins. There were quite a few really good goals this this uh, this week uh, in the Champions League. Uh, the Kamara one was uh, was was really good. But I've actually gone for Mana Solomon's goal um, for for Shakhtar. He picked up the ball on the halfway line, absolutely ripped uh, the Real Madrid defense in half, and um, with a, a stunning low low uh, shot against uh, Courtois, and yeah, it was a, a great way to cap off a, a, a monumental victory for, for Shakhtar, so I've gone with Mano Solomon. Hey, that's, a, that's an awesome pick. I mean, that's a, that's a really good pick. Um, he, he his goal was definitely up there for my uh, for, for 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 like a contender. Um, as was uh, some of the goals that were in the Shakhtar game. You know, I mean, uh, but uh, yeah, Solomon's goal, absolutely superb. You know, and uh, obviously, I mean, look, he put the sword to Real Madrid. He he put the sword. Like, how could you not rate that goal highly? That was that was a fantastic goal. Um. I gave my pick to Antoine Griezmann for uh, for that that the super sexy back heel uh, goal. Um, it was just like, like I said, it's Vardy esque, and there's it, and I'm not even like the biggest Jamie Vardy fan, but like those kind of goals that he scores, it, they like I'm always just like in awe of them. And Antoine Griezmann, his timing on this goal was impeccable. I had to give it to to him from from for my own personal uh, goal of the show. Yeah, it's a, it's a great picker, and and like you said when we were talking about it, it was such a fast cross by uh, uh, I think it was Dembele, uh, and for him to have the the confidence in himself to to let the ball go through his legs and then just uh, cheekily dink it with his back heel, yeah, that's a, that's a player enjoying his football, and yeah, it was a great goal. Mm, absolutely, Mags, I, I I feel like we both might have player of the show. 
But like, I could be wrong. Who do you have as player of the show? Now, I've actually got, for the player of the show, I've got a Libby Giroud. And mm. you can't... You can't score four goals in the in the week that you have uh, publicly stated that you want more game time to really kind of like cement your position as as a, a Chelsea legend, getting a perfect left foot, right foot header hat trick, then a penalty, really kind of putting Sevilla to the sword, really showing uh, Frank Lampard that he has to pick you. Uh, it's good. the player of the show has got to be Giroud. Mm. But I've also got to give uh, a shout out and kind of like I'd say an honourable mention uh, to the referee from the Juventus game. Uh, it's uh, a lady called Stephanie Frappar, and she was the the first female referee to uh, to uh, officiate a UEFA Champions League uh, men's football game. So uh, a real trailblazer and groundbreaker so i've got to give her a props on 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 that uh monumental uh performance so yeah i'm gonna go with juru as the player but honorable mention to stephanie uh, frappar you know what i i really couldn't have said it better myself you know uh that that's that that's really really great that uh th- that you made mention of that uh because that's like you said that that's that's history being made right there for sure mags and that's you know that that's ground breaking as you uh, you put it also trailblazing uh, 100% 100% um i do in in totality agree with you that uh olivier Giroud it would be player of the show but as far as contributions and and as far as making history, yeah, um, Stephanie uh, Frappar, uh, yes, uh, I would definitely agree with you there as well. Uh, so good picks, good picks. I couldn't have said it better myself, Mags. Um, with uh, with that being said, uh, AEW is over now. Um, so I, I got to go back and rewind and find out what happened. Um, but um, until then, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if this is your first time uh, tuning into Radio Techers, uh, we ask that you uh, like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to hit that thumbs up as Mags was showing you. Uh, give, give it that old thumbs up, or maybe, or maybe thumbs up. Or I mean, if you didn't like the show, you, could, you could, I guess you could leave a thumbs down. If, but why would you do that? Don't do that. Why would you do that? Um, <laughs> make sure to, to, to subscribe and of course uh, tell your friends and family about Radio Techers if they're into to the beautiful game as we are as you are then we ask you please again uh, tune into Radio Techers we would love uh, to, to spread the word about it this is this is not just our show this is your show as well you know um, and I know and I know these Wednesday night shows particularly for Mags I'm sure for a lot of our other listeners it, it's, it's three in the morning there for Mags right now um, so um, I know these shows come late for you guys, but uh, we appreciate uh, any time that you tune in uh, to an episode of Radio Techers. Um, and the good thing is that they're here all the time. So if you uh, if yeah. you miss the live show, yeah, go back and listen to or, or watch at your leisure. Yeah, check it out. It's on the Shooting the Sports ish page. That's why you got to hit subscribe. That's why you got to hit the bell for notifications so that you know when those episodes come out for Radio Techers. And then you can go in and check them out later, as Max put it, at your own leisure. It's great. It's really, it's really is a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, like, like, share, and subscribe. We do greatly appreciate for you guys tuning in to this episode yet again. And uh, uh, thank you again, of course, for uh, any messages that you've sent for me and my family this week. I really, really do appreciate it. I'm glad to be back podcasting, uh, back here in the saddle with my good friend Mags. Um, Mags, where can people find more of your content? You can find it at... Dear Jacob, I was going to refer to uh, some something else, a little bit of a Twitter drama I've been involved in, but no, I'll be the, the bigger fish uh, <laughs> and uh, fl- flap away, swim away. Uh, yeah, at Dear Jacob, come and, and follow me. It's always a good time. Well, fantastic, Mags. Um, 
you can find me on Twitter at Texas Gentleman underscore where I talk about this show. And, and you can also find me uh, later on this week uh, doing another episode of Radio Techers right here with Mags. Uh, you can also find me doing uh, episodes of Headlock Talk where this weekend will be uh, it's war games this weekend, right? We're talking professional wrestling. We're talking war games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, me and my, my co-host, Mr. Stephen Grudy, will be, will be breaking that down, uh, doing a, a review right after war games this weekend so that'll be a lot of fun uh obviously there's a ton of other shows here on shooting the sports dish that you need to check out um i'm always a big fan of uh, takes on stakes of uh the sports market uh pretty much anything that anthony and fenton are doing uh you know fenton uh, thomas fenton tom tom thomas fenton i don't know what he prefers to go by i call him fenton personally uh yeah, <laughs> they, uh Fenton doing amazing work uh with Teddy. Um yeah, it's a whole sorts of great stuff here on shooting the sports issue. It's so good. Um you can also check out the write-up I did on the Shooting Sports Ish website, which you can find in the the, the link there, uh, in in the comments for the Shooting Sports Ish website. I did a whole write-up about the 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 life and times of Diego Maradona. So go ahead and check that out there, uh, paying tribute to one of the best footballers of all time. Um, I think that just about covers it. Like, share, subscribe, do your thing, ladies and gentlemen. We greatly appreciate it. And then you stay golden. Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And along with me here, my good friend, the hardest working man and the biggest fish in all of podcasting, Mags. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, had to throw the fish in there at the last minute, huh? It's good, it's good fish. It's good fish. All right, y'all take care out there. <laughs> <laughs>